That slap, they say they want that slap. It's not so separately. They know I come with that. Hey, what, what you got? Honey's overlapping. That's a fact. I'm on my level, nigga. Yes, yes, yes. What's good, everybody? What's good? Welcome back to yet another episode of Off the Strength, where we're giving you the real inside look into everything wellness culture. We was rocking out in here for a second. Yeah, we That's lost crazy. Troy. Troy was in the zone. Troy was bumping. He was definitely in the zone. I was about to stand on the table. He was bumping, man. Man, if they'd have had that in Atlanta yesterday, I think the Rams would have came back with a little something different. Might have been a different situation. Oh, yeah. All right. I am a trainer called Tony, and of course, with me are some gentlemen of Extraordinary League. Guys, can we go around the table and introduce ourselves, please? Your trainer, Corey. K.R. Jones underscore. Your boy, Troy Brooks. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a very special guest with us in the building today. Friend of the show. Family to my brother, Troy, over here. Breaking ankles, going left and right, taking you for that new 90. Quincy, and what? can we make some noise for Quincy inside here, folks, for a second? Round of applause, round of applause. Thank y'all for having me, too. Nah, thank you for coming out, my man. So we got a little bit ahead of ourselves when we're making an intro, but Quincy, can you let everybody know how you know my man over here to your right? Yeah, so this is my brother right here, man. I've known him since I came to New York. Uh, My fiance, actually, they they were running the streets, him and and his wife. They all were out there uh, when Troy was uh, not a trainer, you know, back in the day. So, uh, you know, that's, this is my brother now. He's adopted me. <laughs> I that's think they see up. them stories, right? Them yeah. stories. Oh, we saw the 10-year challenge picks came back out. Yeah, Yo, yeah. No, that droid. That droid. That droid. You hit me like, bro. I told you. I, I couldn't I, believe it. I was like, yo, fam, I think I was at the table behind you. I was looking yo, at it. I was like, wait legit. a second. I've definitely been in some spaces with y'all. I was that's like, what fact. spot is that? I would have known that, brother, then. Q, thank you for coming through, man. So here at Off The Strength, we like to kick off our icebreaker question every week with whatever we have a special guest, right? So we're going to ask our version of the brown sugar question, okay? Very important hip-hop movie, documentary, I'd like to say, you know? Q, where were you when you fell in love with fitness? Talk to me about what was going on in your life. Uh, where was I? Shoot. I think I've, I, fitness has been a part of my life since, you know, I probably was able to run. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think it's been me. It's been a part of me. You know, I, I don't think I loved it, though. But, you know, it was always a part of what I did. You know, when I grew up, I was playing soccer. I was playing basketball. So, you know, I was always kind of like it was in the back of my head, like, you know, to stay in shape so I could do those things. But I think it really I loved it when I probably say like high school when I was doing track and football. And I realized, like, you know, I feel like I'm a good athlete. And in order to get to where I want to get to, which is where I'm at right now. You know, I got to stay fit. And, you know, I made sure that, you know, it was a part of, it was all a part of my life. So eating, eating right, uh, doing the workouts, getting my sleep, all those things started probably in high school. Okay, right on. <laughs> Where was that? Uh, California. Yeah, I can hear yeah, a little bit of that, a yeah, yeah. little bit of that draw <laughs> yeah. in there. Yeah, it's so. A- I was like, wait a that's second, home. hold on. That's not that's not a New York accent right yeah, there. Where nah. we coming from. Yeah, man. And you was downplaying it a little bit because I see looking through some of these records inside of high school, you was breaking some cats up over here, man. It's <laughs> <laughs> hurting feelings, breaking out the 600 yards, 15 touchdowns, all of that stuff. That's a little... Some yeah, light, That's right? some work. That's a little, that's a little light work. <laughs> a little easy. real work. Uh, but you stayed a dual sport athlete up until college, or when did you make the decision? No, nah, I wanted to do it in college, but uh, it just it was too much, man. Once yeah. you get to college and you got the schoolwork and then football, you know, it was way too much for me. So I was just all the way up until high school. Okay, right on. Mm-hmm. When you had to make the decision as to where you wanted to go, obviously it's benefit more beneficial now more than ever, right? Yeah. But when it came time to make that decision, 
was there ever any kind of thing that you missed about the track and field life or did it prepare you a little bit more for the level of I'd say dominance that you would have to have to be a pro wide receiver did that transition well into that new new skill set and so going? I think I think the biggest thing I missed the most about track and field was probably just having the women around me 24-7 you know because it's, it's a little sport lovely outfit it's right a, there you know, hell yeah. yeah so I think I think once you leave that you know it's a different it's a different lifestyle but you know on a serious note I think for me it was just the the running you know because in track you got to run and I'm talking about all day running 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 anybody that has done it watched it knows uh in football we run but not on that same level so mm-hmm. I think that uh you know, I kind of missed that just because it kept me more in shape than I was when I was just doing football workouts. You had a little bit of a different engine, too. Yeah. Shaking them up, making it. Well, that making was when I was lighter. I gained a little bit of weight, you know, so <laughs> can't make those moves anymore. Them knees, man. I'm telling you, I, got, I might need to lose some weight. <laughs> man, I think I think it's dope that you said that. I mean, when you look at sprinters yeah. versus long-distance runners, those bodies are different. Different, right? That yeah. fast switch muscle fiber situation is completely different, brother. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm with you, man. I need to get out there and sprint a little bit. 20-second workouts on the stairs. Exactly. We're going to bring that back. <laughs> McMaster. Every, every, every time. Every McBullshit trip. University. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stair workout series. I got a question for you, my guy. So, yes, like, sir. when you look at it from, like, all right, you look at football players in college coming through, right? Then the 1% of those football players then yeah. become an NFL player, yeah. right? Then out of those NFL players, you got to make that 52-man roster. Then there's about three dudes that are actually going to be catching balls from a day Crazy. to day. When was the point where you knew? Yo, I'm I'm that guy. Yeah, because you know every college player goes in saying, "Yo, I'm about to be that dude. I'm yeah. gonna go to the NFL next weekend." Like, when was that point where you were like, "No, I really am this guy. Like, I really am. I'm here. Yeah. I'm going to get this." They cut the check. Yeah, yeah. so we know you that guy because they yeah. cut you that check. But when did you know? I think it's hard. It's really hard to say that because every day is a battle. You know, like there's really no like I'm that guy unless you're like. Antonio Brown, Odell, like those guys, like even right now, like they just paid me, but it's still like I still got to have that mentality. Of, like I got to get to the top, you know. And I think that's kind of what pushes me every day. It's like, you know, if, if I started to think that I'm that guy, I might not work as hard. You yeah. know what I mean? So every day I'm always thinking like, okay, I got to get to that point. I got to get to that point. Even when I reach that point, I'm still reaching another point. You know what I mean? So I think for me, every day I just try to push myself to get to where I want to get to. And I know even right now, even though I got to where, like. 12-year-old Q wanted to be at, you know, yeah. getting that second contract being NFL, I still want to get to another level now that 26-year-old Q wants to get to. Yeah. That's yeah. what's up, man. Well, you, you definitely seem like you're the grind. There's like two types of wide receiver. There's like that. I got to wear my gold chain. I need my my, yeah. my my earrings in, and I'm about to be out here wild flashy. I can't I can't play unless my snooze shoes got the gold swoosh on them. Yeah. You know, and then there's a dude who just, I'm in this locker room. I'm in this work. I'm here. Like, put me in my spot. I'll take the slide. I'll take the outside. Mm-hmm. I'll do whatever. You seem like that. I'll do whatever type of dude. Yep. Yeah. So what um do you do you have like a specific particular thing you go to to keep that grind going like in the off season when the day's over when you know you got to get it in because you are that like what's the thing that pushes you? Yeah. Uh. Shoot. That's that's good. I I think I don't know. I, I it's just it's just been inside me. You know. Like I've just been able to push myself. I think. What really pushed me, though, was being hurt two years ago. Like, okay. for me, like, missing that whole year really kind of put the, the whole game, my whole life in perspective. Because I think growing up, like, football was just my mindset. Like, I was like, football, 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 football. This is all I want to do. Then, it got, then I got hurt and it got taken away from me. And then I'm like, what am I? You know, what? not only what am I, but who am I? So, for me, like, sitting out for that year, I really got a chance to kind of see who I am and, like, you know, why I play the game, and it made it that much easier. So, like, this past year when I was playing, I was, like, 
you ask other coaches, other players, like I just looked more confident because it was like football didn't define me. It was just what I did. You know what I mean? And so there was less pressure on me. Like I just went out there and played. Like I didn't have to worry about like, man, if I can't play this game, I don't have nothing else. Because I knew like sitting out for a year, I was kind of developing myself as a person. Like I was doing like internships and stuff. So I really got to like learn about myself and know that even if I don't play football, I'm still going to be successful. You know, so so as soon as I hit the field, it was like, man, this is nothing. Like I'm just going to go out there and play, play the game and have fun. And, you know, whatever happens, happens. That perspective changed. Yeah, you. man. That's so crazy. That's Can you speak crazy. to uh, what, what injury took place? Like, I'm just curious. Like, yeah. I, I tore my ACL twice. Mm. Like, once in football, once in basketball. So yeah. it's like to be able to do what I do now and look like I never had an injury was yeah. a whole transformation, you know? Mm-hmm. So what happened with you? Uh, I had a herniated disc. I had to get surgery. So fusion in my neck, C4, C5. Mm. And so that's like, you know, you, you hear neck injury in football, you think, like, it's over with. So, like, I even had a moment, like, you know, I cried. Like, I was like, damn, like, this is over with. Like, I don't, you know, I won't be able to do this anymore. So, I think, you know, once I went to surgery, I saw the doctor and everything. They told me, like, I'll be good. Then I was like, all right, well, you know, let's try to let's try to figure out, you know, what I'm going to do. Because, like, I don't want to feel like this if the game gets taken away from me. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's real. I've seen it take a lot of players away, like, uh, injuries, that type of stuff. Yeah, so. that's the biggest thing. I mean, you know, the, the average career is like two and a half years, three years. And some of his injuries, some of his, you know, the business. But, you know, it's, it's yeah. crazy. Let's talk about the, the mental strength that it takes for you to overcome an injury, right? Yeah. So, like, you're you're in the prime of your career. You're killing it on the field. Injury happens. You're no longer to play the sport. You're no longer able to do this thing that you love, right? You're off for the year. How do you get into the right mindset, right, To Because I've been injured before, and I know when I was injured, it feels like the worst thing in the world. Any of you guys know, like, when you're not able to do that thing that you love, I have four protruding discs, right, yeah, stenosis. Yeah. So I understand, like, I hurt myself squatting, and I couldn't I couldn't work out for, like, four months, man. Mm-hmm. And it killed me, too. And, it, and I, you have to get into this mental place where you kind of you got to pull yourself out of this hole, because if not, you just get into this dark space and yeah. it can consume you, right? So, yeah. Um, like, how did you get into the right mental space to overcome that adversity to get back into doing what you love doing? Yeah, so one thing, I don't know who it was, but somebody told me it was, like, uh, small wins. So that's what, that's kind of how I took it in. So, like, every day was a small win. So I tried to think of every day as, like, what am I going to do to make to win today? You know, because mm-hmm. if I'm thinking about the big plan and I don't have a small plan on each day, it's something that kind of helped myself feel like I had a victory for this day or a victory for this week or this month, you know, because it's a long recovery process. So it was just like, okay, what can I do to get to that point? And so every day I was like, okay, well, today I was able to do this, or today I was able, you know what I mean? Yeah, and just every yeah. day it was a small win yeah. until I got to the big point, you know? Dude, you just you just blew my mind with that. <laughs> no, seriously, because I think that's something that could apply to many different yeah. uh, areas of life, you know what I mean? For me, as a new as a new dad, I'm trying to just, mm-hmm. you know, I'm trying to get my workout situation together, trying to get everything together, and I'm trying to look at it like, I can't do everything, I can't be everywhere with everyone, so if I can look at the small wins, yep, right? I mean, yep. the foundation is built brick by brick so i guess it's the same kind of mentality yeah that's I, dope I, man i actually want to because i was i was actually thinking about this with somebody else i was having a conversation it's like you know in the bible it says like faith without works is dead yeah so like a lot of yes. not everybody's religious yes you know but like you know if you want to put it in a non-religious way then you can say like a like an idea without a plan is dead you yes. know like if you just yes. have that idea yeah. and you want to get to that place absolutely but you don't have a plan you know and absolutely. you have no way of getting there yeah man they say that all the time brother mm-hmm. they say um a, a, a dream without execution is hallucination. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> so, real. Yo, you were hitting them with some heavy gems right now. I, I had to come with it, man. This, I, 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 this is what Off the Strength is supposed to be about. This yeah. man yeah. is 
at the highest level that he can be on his professional side, but the development and the growth that you have outside of that space is something that should be championed and cherished just as much as the work that you're doing on the field. You walk through a lot in that last sentence. You know, Um, I want to go back to just a little bit about when you were off the field and you were doing the internships Mm -hmm. and when you were trying to develop yourself in all these other spaces. Can you take me through that journey a little bit more in depth and tell me what was the catalyst for making you want to do that? Mm -hmm. And then... What did that actually lead you into? And then hopefully that can get us into what you're doing on with your brand and where you're. Yeah. So, so, uh, you know, like I said, it was the injury that kind of really put me in that space. And then from there, I was like, all right, then, uh, you know, the NFL kind of gives us a lot of different like resources, like internships. Uh, they even get let us, you know, go to school, get our MBA, all types of stuff. So it was just about finding out, you know, and reaching out and, and actually like listening. You know, for me, it was like, you know, I have all these resources available to me. So let me just try to like throw bait out there and see which one catches for me. So the first thing was the internship. So I did a three-week internship at StubHub and uh, just kind of like feeling out like the workspace, like sitting in an actual office and having a project to do. Uh, You know, I had all those things I had to do. And for me, it was like, all right, like that made me more comfortable. Like if I'm done playing football, I can at least do this. You know, like I've never had an actual job. Like my job has been football 24-7, you know. So you know, to actually get an opportunity to kind of sit in a workspace and work, like that kind of gave me the confidence, like I said, to kind of feel like, you know, football is not there. Like I, I am able to work. I don't know why it sounds, it sounds dumb, but for me, I was like, man, I don't know if I can actually work in a, in a, uh, like a nine to five. You know man, what I mean? It felt weird. Let me tell you right now, that's not dumb at all. I've seen that ESPN broke documentary. Yeah. yeah Some yeah, of them brothers should have had the same level of yeah, self-awareness no, to look through that. Seriously. I think people miss out on that. They don't get like the, like the structure of an athlete's life. And we understand because mm-hmm. we've all been there, but yeah. like a lot of people listening don't. The structure of an athlete's life, like everything is that sport. So yeah. a lot of people think, oh, if you're a professional football player, then you're chilling most of the time. You got to go to practice. You got a couple hours a day. You're chilling the rest of the time. Like between training, between studying film, if you're really Mm -hmm. trying to be that guy. You know, you got a new team every Mm -hmm. game. So every game is a whole new studying program. Most offensive coordinators are going to completely change some of your route tree, Mm -hmm. move some things around based on who you're playing. So there's a lot of information you have to learn. And even in the offseason, then you're trying to condition your body. You're getting Mm -hmm. over whatever you went through during the season because you are going to have some injuries that may or may not be openly reported. You are going to have a lot of recovery you have to do. You are going to go look at, say, what my body is going to be like now. All these things are real, and your day is really packed in. Can you give people a little bit of insight on, like, what your off-season is like, like what you do throughout the course of that day? So uh, off-season, it's obviously a little bit easier than in-season. Like, in-season is is really busy. Like, I I was just talking to my fiancé the other day, like – uh, she gets. She was getting upset with me because I wasn't doing things around the house during the season. And then as soon as the off season started, like I was, I was free to do all type of stuff. Like I was like buying her flowers, and like she was like, "Oh, you couldn't buy me flowers in the season." I was like, "Man, I was tired." <laughs> like sometimes, sometimes I was just like, "Man, I got home and I would try to do something nice, and I was just like." I'd rather just play video games. And just, <laughs> yeah, I'm going you know, to be real nice in February. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She, she, she posted something funny the other day. That it was about you. Was like, Doing the dishes. Yo, that had me in tears. Man. But, but see, I'm cooking Yo, now, too. Yeah, exactly. But she was complaining because he wasn't cooking. Like, babe, can you cook for me? So he cooks for her. But then he uses every pot in the house. So she, so she got to do the dishes. <laughs> so she's like, y'all right. should have cooked. Yo, you do all the dishes. That's yeah. the wild flex, though. If you, yo, shout out to dudes who don't really want to cook in the house. Yo, just make a wild yes. mess. Yes. Like, hook a yeah. meal up that's so so and make a yeah. wild mess. Yo. She'll never bother you again. Again, yo, right? I'm not even lying to you. Sometimes what I'll do just so I don't have to do Are that. Are you sure like, you want to put this out here? 
Think about what you're doing, brother. Think about what you're doing. Can somebody turn the radio up right now? She be doing She knows. She knows. She knows how to get me. She knows I don't want to do dishes. I'm like, y'all cash you twenty dollars right now. Venmo you twenty dollars. That's wild disrespect. Yo, I'm a businessman. Yo, that's that's transaction. That's the way. Money transactional, not emotional. This makes a lot of sense because how I go by my life, how I look at things, on whether or not I'm going to do it myself, I'm going to pay somebody. Is I take my hourly rate, what I make an hour, and I go does this thing that I don't want to do worth my hourly rate if someone else would do it cheaper they doing it let me tell you I I don't I don't know Troy's finances to a T but I know it ain't twenty dollars an hour (laughs) so that sounds like a good move my guy there we go salute thank you man Definitely. <laughs> so get your Venmo up. Yeah. Get your Venmo up during the season, Q. Yeah. No, seriously. You'll be like, babe, I care about you. I shot you in this little joint right here. You know? <laughs> I don't know if that's the game you want to play. We'll you see. Know? I, you know, I, I, I might sprinkle it. I don't know if I can yeah. really yeah. implement it, though. Like, once that door is open, yeah. it's going to stay open, yeah. man. Yeah, that's true. Your contract is public. Man. That's what I was about to say. The whole world that's knows I'm contract man. public now. I had, I had, look, at, listen to this, man. So I had a signing the other day. Yeah. And I had somebody come up to me and tell me, they were like, man, good job on that 36 man. I said, bro, why are you counting my pockets? Like, What's that about? Like, bro, like, he was like, and then I had a watch on. He was like, I see you shining. I'm like, man, look, Yo. just take the autograph. You know, Yo, it's just, you know, like, we don't have to talk about how much money I make. Like, yeah. I, I'm happy about it, but yeah. I don't, you know. You're not going to boast. How, yeah. Yo, how many new cousins popped up on you? Oh, man. <laughs> I know you got I've been, some new cousins. You know, what? you know what? I've been lucky, but I've had a lot of old friends, though. You yeah, know? yeah. So, hey, yo, remember me from kindergarten? Exactly. Had the fat Joe on I don't know you, man. Yeah, go that way. <laughs> Elementary school. Yeah. On the real, though, how do you take care of that? How do you address that? When it's like, all right, obviously the first change from going from college to pro has to bring a lot of different transitions. But yeah. then also when they do make your business a public announcement, it's, it's a crazy. page one in the paper. It's how crazy. do you handle your reaction to people and, and kind of navigate through that world so I, I have a pretty good team so for me it's just kind of like deflecting you mm. know so whether it's my agent or my financial advisor you know if anything comes up you know it's just easy to say like oh man he said i can't do this right now you know yeah. so yeah, that's probably my my best thing is just you know to deflect and you know and then it's not my fault it's his fault and they don't know him and they have no way to reach him so yeah you disperse that yeah, exactly blame. yeah that yeah. makes sense it's like people probably coming out the woodworks with all types of different wild pitches yeah like yo uh, what was that? The coop that we were trying to flip yeah. last week? You queue yeah. up about the coop? Yeah. <laughs> Troy, I love you. He's like, Troy, I love you. But, but I, my advisor, yeah. my advisor said I really said, can't hey, win man. it. I know you're trying to invest in All this. my money's locked up, bro. Yeah, you're you know? trying to invest in this I'm yoga toga up. fam or something? Yeah. Trying to do the yoga toga? Married, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, man. <laughs> that's, hey, that's crazy. Yo, Q, so can you wild. speak to, uh, you talked about old friends, right? Yeah. And being on that that athletic path I feel like there is a drop off along the way like in the sense of every level up you get right so Mm -hmm. whether it's high school and then you get those college prospects and then those dudes that didn't work as hard get dropped off and you get the college and the college players that didn't work as hard get dropped off you get to NFL so it's like with those old friends can you speak to like I guess you know what is it like to lose those relationships or do you have any that did mature with you as you went along you know yeah so i i mean i definitely have some that didn't mature but they're still with me because they 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 still respect me and like my space mm-hmm. so it's never like a hey man like i need this or like that like i have some i have a boy like sometimes like i have to tell him like bro if you need help like you know like i'm willing to help you not to say that you know i'm just going to spend yeah. buy everything for you but like you're my brother you know at the end of the day yeah. but I definitely had some drop off where you know I had guys that were around me growing up 
And then every time I went home, always expecting me to pick up the tab. So then it's like, yeah. you know, like, you know, it's okay for one of y'all to be like, yo, like, let me help you. Let me put something in. You know, you know like, you guys aren't broke. Like, it's okay to put something in every once in a while. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it was like, yeah, I just got to, you know, I, I, it wasn't even worth, like, talking about it. I was like, yeah, I'm just going to cut it off. Like, I feel you. There's a lot of lessons to learn. Yeah, that is, that is rough. That, yeah. You know, from that toxicity. Yeah. You got to make sure that you, you keep those people far away from you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, Go where you celebrate it and not where you tolerate it. I say it a thousand times. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Always, always. And if they can't see the value in that, you got to question what their intention is at the at the heart of the matter anyway. Yeah. You know, it's like you're working for something that's bigger than just that, not just the, okay, this is the homie that comes by and yeah. gets yeah. thing every single time. That, yeah. That's a little less, man. But a, I got a public service announcement. Okay, really PSA. This is, a, this is a PSA Uh-oh. for y'all that are listening out here, right? So let me fix my shirt. There we go. Okay. All these nice and shiny. Okay. Matt, drop the music right here. <laughs> you, you might not always be able to be the individual that can come to Thanksgiving with the fucking turkey. All right? But that doesn't mean you can't bring some kind of fixings to the table. You might be able to, you might be the person who's bringing the napkins, the forks, the plates. You might bring the yams. You might not be able to be the person that's bringing the turkey to the table. But come with something. Don't just come with your hands out. And that's at any table. I, I know for me, integrity, I never want to be the man that comes to the table just like, hey, you got to come with your hands. You got to bring something to the mm-hmm. table. And that's at any table. So, you know, be the person that brings something to the table. Whether it, be, whether it be the turkey or the fixings. You can't be out here shaking empty hands all the time. No. Yeah, nah, that's no. not the way. You know what I mean? At all. And if you're pulling up with the yams, make sure that they're on point, too. Yes. Don't come in here. Yeah, yes. 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 Come in here with grandma's yams and you good. Don't no. come in here. Yo, you're miss crazy. me with the green bean casserole. Keep that. Yeah, yeah. Personally, I don't, I don't care for the macaroni salad. So y'all the yeah, Mac and cheese, yeah, yes. Macaroni yes. and salad, miss. Yeah. Nah, macaroni like is hot only. Thing for yeah, us. hot. I need you. my noodles hot. Don't come in here with no cold noodles. <laughs> Thank I'm not here for that. Do we, do we do mayonnaise? I don't do anything with mayonnaise. Uh, nah. I do a sandwich. I yeah, yeah. It, I hit a sandwich. It just touch bread. That's it. Yeah, my mayo is for bread. That's about it. You can't get in on that, man. I'll do a wet salad. <laughs> I think to uh, piggyback off of Troy's point, man, if if you want to have a seat at that table, yeah. you got to be prepared to serve, mm. right? Yeah, it's yeah. like you yeah. gotta you gotta be prepared to help someone else too. You can't yeah. just come to the table empty-handed. You got to be ready to serve, yeah, absolutely. Right? You know, so yeah. Fine. So somebody come with their hand out, just be like, "Hey, listen to episode." Yeah. <laughs> Fast yeah, forward to this go, minute, go learn something. He said, I spoke with my other advisors, and yeah. they told me at this point, your hand is empty. Fam. Shout out to your advisor. Really I'm definitely picking that up in 2019. Yeah. Listen, my advisor, yeah, he told me this can't work for me, Word. so I ain't got it for you. you know. Q, could you break down what officializes? How'd you come into that, and what that means to you? Give us a little bit of insight as to why you decided to extend your brand beyond where the team and, and everything else is necessarily going and you're developing your own space. Yeah, so for me, uh, you know, as, I, as I'm growing as a player, as my, my reach is, is getting further out, I think it's good for me to just kind of have a way to, to reach back out. Uh, you know, I have blogs on there. I have T-shirts. I have uh, sweaters. Um, you know, I, I think it's it's a good way for me. I, social media is good to kind of get out and get my, my presence out there and have people kind of learn about me. But I think if I can write my own stuff in my own words, uh, you know, what I'm doing, what I've done, uh, where I'm going, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of good to just let people know who I am as a person outside of football. So that's kind of what I'm doing with it right now. Um, you know, we'll see how it goes on. Uh, but, uh, you know, they're, they're a company that uh, I just got connected with and, you know, hopefully we can keep growing. 
Yeah, it is. How important is it for you to have your you be in charge of your narrative and your image and how you want to shape where you want to go forward? Yeah, that's huge. I think, especially uh, in the whole whole world of like fake news and all that, you know, I think it's good to just kind of get your own message out there, especially as athletes, because uh, uh, we have a lot of people in our space, uh, ESPN and all those other places that kind of like. They tell sports and they have, uh, what is it, credibility, but they're not always uh, credible sources, mm-hmm. you know. So they have the credibility of being with ESPN, but some of the things they say aren't exactly, you know, the right things. So I think if I'm able to, to say exactly what I think is going on and how I feel and, uh, you know, what's going on, then it's 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 better for me. Yeah, Taking ownership of how you represent it is Exactly. Right. Yeah, it's solid, especially in this day and age. That's one of the pros to the whole internet culture aspect mm-hmm. is that people who are celebrated people actually do have that two way conversation. Yeah. Whereas if you were talking about all the institutions that were um, aforementioned, you know, they would be the only person that can tell you who you were and what you were thinking. And you didn't never really had that chance or opportunity if you was coming up in the 90s or early yeah, 2000s, yeah. right? G- Gary V actually just uh, posted something about that um, today. Um, he, I don't, I don't follow him a lot, but like he posted something today talking about, you know, the internet is not a seventy-six-year-old white man. It's, it's open for anybody. You know, like they don't, like it's not just for, you know, the, it's not just ESPN is is controlling everything in my in my space. It's not ESPN controlling the, the internet. Is your opportunity to control what you want to put out there. First of all, I just got to salute you for dropping uh, Gary V name dropping the middle of the combo. <laughs> he's he's a big paying attention fan. to his finances over here, folks. <laughs> yeah. He's on well, top of his business game. It's sturdy right now. Just trying to let you know. Yeah, it's a lot. So we have um, so Gary V. I would say is one of those people that if you are in that space, you can mm-hmm. kind of look to him and understand what his whole story arc and all the rest of that is. How important do you think it is for? people in underrepresented communities to have somebody that they can look to like that and kind of structure that same archetype. Because I like Gary yeah, V a lot, yeah. but he doesn't necessarily talk to the same people that somebody like you could speak to and somebody um, in the same culture could speak to. What's the role that we can kind of play in help trying to evolve around, um, you know, understanding what financial independence is and building opportunity going forward, extending your platform as you're doing. Yeah, so it's actually, it's it's funny that you talk about that because uh, I just went to an event uh, where Kevin Hart was doing uh, workouts for uh, J.P. Morgan, and he was talking about how, you know, he's somebody that can represent, uh, you know, us. Right. Uh, you know, as somebody that was once in a lower spot, and now he's able to kind of have financial fitness is what he's calling it, right? Because, uh, you know, he's he's added in fitness as well as, you know, his ability to kind of control his finances and, and do well with his finances. Because, I mean, he's he's going to be on the same level as The Rock one day if he keeps going the way he's going, like especially competing with The Rock, you know? And so I think, you know, if he if he can be somebody that can do that, that would be awesome. I think uh, another guy I met was uh, Rudy Klein Thomas. He's, he's big. Um, and I think that, you know, if we can start getting more brothers in this space using these platforms, the Internet, uh, mainly you guys as well, obviously, um, you know, the podcast grows and, and you guys are able to kind of speak on these type of things. It's huge for guys that are or not even guys, kids that are, are in in uh, lower income or even just black neighborhoods. Yeah. yeah. Yo. Um, so, guys, you hear that? Q just threw out the challenge to us. So we got to step the game all the way up. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Absolutely. Because like, there's a little bit of pressure coming. You hear the yeah. circle. Keep that your wallet away, fit, right? too. I keep your wallet fit. He yeah. dropped a casual yeah. Kev Hart on us. We, we, like, about that. Listen, we, we got to step the game up. We spoke about the, 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 
the mental, physical, spiritual, and financial fitness components and how yeah. we do need to step up and not just have these conversations but put these events together um, so that we can put people in these positions to be better financially, spiritually, mentally, whatever it is. So, you know, I think we all want to level up in those spaces. So to see that these guys are doing it, that's dope, man. Shout out to Kevin Hart for that. That is yeah. crazy. I knew he was doing stuff with Chase. I just didn't know yeah, he's where he was there. going with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. Chase he's doing all things. Yeah, he's on a whole nother level. Oh, yeah, he's, he's, he's going to be... He's definitely Venmo and wife every once But he's from the bottom. You he has me? to, man. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. from the bottom. His Venmo, yeah. listen to me, his Venmo and my Venmo are very different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> set up differently. Yeah, like, <laughs> the way my Venmo is set up. I don't, I don't even... Like, he's, well, he's clearly Chase quick paying, but yeah. Yeah. The, the budget is <laughs> well, a lot bigger. Do, you feel me? The budget's yeah. a lot bigger. For now. For now. Temporarily. Give it time. Give it time, my guy. Yeah. Hugh, do you have anybody that you look to to model your career outside of sports after? Kind of like in that Kev idiom or maybe even better uh, athlete that transition that you say, okay, this is what I want to set up? Honestly, you know, I, I, I pick and choose off of certain things that different guys have done. Mm-hmm. But there's not really like one model like that this is what I want to do. Like you look at a guy like uh, Brandon Marshall, he's big on the uh, – He's been promoting the stigma of mental health and mm. growing it. Um, so uh, uh, he has uh, Project 375, um, and he's actually somebody that deals with mental illness. Yep. So he's able to kind of, you know, be credible. Um, so for him, for me, I think, you know, kind of growing charity-wise, uh, philanthropy-wise, like that's somebody I model that after. But then um, in terms of, like, the business stuff, you know, there's, there's so many different guys that have that I've played with or just kind of come in contact with that are doing a lot of stuff growing themselves business minded we have a few guys on our team right now that just got that just finished their NBA so like those are some of the guys that I kind of talk to just kind of figure out like what do they do what do they have what are the challenges they have especially doing it while playing so I don't have one guy but there's a lot of guys that I just kind of try to talk to and pick their brains I love that man he's got a cornucopia of success it's the sponge mentality yeah right you're Taking what you can get from different, you know, you implement what you can get from people and you you put that into your mental tool belt. Right? Definitely. Yeah, and you can draw from all those different experiences. Man, I'm I'm just blown away and, <laughs> and legitimately proud to hear that you have that level of reflection at, you said, 26? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I, I was in a totally different spot at 26, I'm going to be Dude, honest with you. <laughs> I, I wish, to this day, knowing this man, is, you know, personally, yeah. I, I wish that if, at, at 26 I was wowing. I, I and, was in the same spot. I, I saw you. Didn't have, you know, <laughs> I didn't have the mentality that he has now. I've seen this man rise to where he is now and not be frugal, but just be very consciously aware of where he tides and where he puts his finances. He's not out here willy-nilly. And I'll never forget when we were out for his birthday and he had the, the shiny arm candy. I was like, <laughs> oh, like, yo, stop playing. Like, you went out and bought it. And he was like, come on, man. Like, you know, like, that's just not, that's not what he's here for, man. Mm-hmm. The dude is definitely, you know, he's got it together. He's got the right head and mindset. He's not out here buying 17 Lamborghinis. Yeah. You only uh, need one. two. Yeah. Like, you, you know? only need two. Like, you need a, you need I don't two know, Lamborghinis. Man. You yeah. the work one and the yeah. everyday But they got the boat. truck yeah. now. Yeah. If you being, you know. Um, I mean, you don't need more than two. Two. I mean, uh, being another one of the youngest person here, Q, like, can you speak to, I guess, where you got this maturity from? Like, I know me, I have an old soul. Like, mm-hmm. I grew up around people that were older than me my whole life. That's yeah. these yeah. motherfuckers yeah. I'm with right now. <laughs> but, uh, like, in general, I think it, it's a part of what Troy said, like, that sponge mentality of soaking up. Like, 
just game. Like, yeah. I can see people make a mistake and be like, exactly. I'm not about to do what you exactly. just did and make my own path. So can you speak to that a little bit and where this kind of came from? Yeah, I think, it, I mean, it comes from making mistakes myself and then also learning from other guys' mistakes. So I've made, I made a few mistakes in my life, and then I've also seen other guys make mistakes. And I think for me it's like, all right, well, how can I learn from my mistakes and how can I learn from somebody else's mistakes? And so, uh, you know, I, I, I got too many goals to kind of keep making dumb mistakes. Um, you know, I know I'm going to make mistakes. I know I'm just going to keep trying to learn from them. But for me, like, I, I want to get, I want to get somewhere. And in order to get there, you know, there's certain things I got to cut out. Um, and you know, I see a lot of my guys out there having fun doing what they want to do. And that's great. You know, and if that works for them, that works for them. But I know what doesn't work for me. And even though I haven't, even though I haven't been on this earth for a long time, I've learned like, okay, well, this is what I was doing, even if it was only for like a few months and it wasn't working and it wasn't getting me to where I want to get to. So like, this is where I know I need to do to get to where I need to get to. You know, I can do everything else later, at, you know. It is. It yeah, makes so. sense. Q, I want to ask um, something a little bit outside of where we're going with the business side and with the NFL side, okay? We're going to get off the strength for a little bit, okay? Let's do it. Troy, I think you had a question that you wanted to ask everybody when they come on the show. When they're getting ready and when they're getting into their bag, so to yeah, speak. Yeah, you want to yeah, throw that out yeah, to yeah, my yeah. man over let's, here? Let's, why not? So a uh, question that I kind of want to ask is, like, what's in your in your day-to-day bag, right? Mm-hmm. Literally, like, what's in your workout bag or, mm-hmm. like, that travel bag? Like, what are some of the essential things that you need with you on a day-to-day when you're moving through these streets? Okay, okay. And Q, you can flex on them, too, man. Yeah, I know you're yeah, being humble, yeah, but you can, yeah. you can hit them with the flex if you need to. No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even have anything to flex. I mean, it's hard, right, because my job – is uh you know it's seasonal right so like my my off season bag might be different from my in season bag you know yeah. but I think uh yeah, mine is not mine's not really gonna apply to everybody but my my in my bag during the season you know I have you know my pen and my paper obviously um, my playbook um, you know my headphones uh, it's it's real boring man I don't know I I, I think I gotta hear what other guys brought in their bags but for me you know I, I think that's that's really it's real like it's real minimal yeah you know so i try not to carry too much you know i gotta keep it real light get myself ready for the day for the week um and that's really about it man you know i i don't i don't, I don't really carry too much you know i, I just I just let it flow i see some density there though like it might be minimal but it's quality yeah like, like no a pen, for sure a pen, a pen and paper are important right yeah like you want to visioneer yeah your goals you want to write things down you want to manifest those things into yeah. existence you want to see and write them down the headphones are imperative. Yeah. What's, what's slapping, what's knocking in the headphones is going to get you in the right state of mind to do what it is that you do. Mm-hmm. So so that's dope. Yeah. What's in that off-season bag, though? <laughs> the off-season bag. Off-season ah. bag. I feel like that bag might be heavier. Yeah. The off-season bag got a few things in it. But really, it's, it's all football, man. I think, you know, at the end of the day, like, football still ruins my life. But at the same time, right, I'm still – because I'm still trying to grow as a person, right? So, like, I just signed up for, like um, – this is crazy to me. I just signed up for uh, like GMAT studying uh, uh, classes online. I'm, I'm like kind of scared about that because it's like wow. you know going back to school and everything. Like just the idea. Like I, you know, I don't know. It's still like you know with football. Like I have confidence. Obviously with school, it's a little bit less confidence. So for me, I'm like, damn. Like yeah. I'm really going back to school right now. Like I'm really planning on it. You know. So awesome. like today, I got to do like a pretest, and I'm like shaking like <laughs> am I gonna pass this test like how well am I gonna do you know that type of thing but so you know in the off season you know I, I try to I try to always carry like at one point I had business cards uh because I, I try to do a lot of like networking so I go to a lot of different events just trying to figure out like who I can meet and who I can 
help further my process and hopefully help them further themselves you know because like you said you got to bring you got to be able to serve you got to bring you got to bring something to the table so for me you know i'm always trying to make sure that when i'm going to different events i'm able to bring something to the table and then also be able to soak something in so uh you know i used to have business cards don't have no more but i'm still carrying other people's business cards so that's one thing i'm carrying i'm still carrying a pen and paper um cleats um you know some gloves uh, you know, cause a workout can happen at any moment, never you know, know. <laughs> it never, never, you know, the, 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 the trainers, uh, that's always in the bag, um, you know, and some water. So that's, that's really about it. You know, gotta stay hydrated. Yeah, there. definitely. Drink your water, mind your business in these streets. y'all. <laughs> For real. That's a good t-shirt right there. Drink your water, mind your business. Seriously, mind it's, your a, business. it's a thing right now. <laughs> mind the business that pays you. Exactly. Yo, but, I would be, see, I couldn't have, this is how I know I can't really, I'm not destined to have any type of real success. Cause I wouldn't hand him a business card. I just hand him my player card. Be like, all right, here you go. Here's the upper deck edition. We have that though. Make sure you know. Oh, no, not that. <laughs> oh. I'm, I'm a humble, humble brag real quick. See, right, if you got the life flex. Yeah, that's what I'm do talking it. Like, bro, the light flex, the light right? flex, man. The light flex. We, we actually have a player card. This shit real official, though, man. See, that's what. It, oh, yeah, yeah. I had to drop on the table. Hey, hold on, hold on. I had to drop on the table. Wait, time. let's hear that one more hold time. On. Silence, silence, silence. In the wallet, bro. Yeah, that's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I hold it for a moment? Yo, let me just break this down for y'all real quick. Let me just break this down for y'all real quick. So, first off, the weight. Give us the texture. The weight is equivalent to like maybe 30 of y'all cards. Maybe 30 regular people cards. This has actual weight to it. Nice and nice. The nice metal, the black on black with the player on the top of it. Yeah, just it's like a it's like a matte black too, not too shiny. Oh, it's yeah, a black. Yeah, it's, yeah, already yeah. it's already flexy. It's already flexy. I think I got a paper cut that might be worth five hundred dollars. <laughs> that increased everything. That that, that's awesome. that's, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I'm talking so, about, man. That's that's so, that's, that's the get in the club car right there. Uh, just, yeah, man. just Italian man. Like this, listen. Like this man of distinction is still humble. Uh, in a very, very, very good position in life by the grace of God, but yet the man is still going up. Up, up, not getting comfortable, seeking knowledge, accepting the fact that he can make mistakes, but still grow through those mistakes, man. So I think there's a valuable lesson to be learned here is that if you got 10 toes to the ground and you got mm-hmm. air in your lungs, yeah, you're winning, but you can still do more while you're here. So they, so they put you in a coffin. You need to be seeking knowledge, growing and trying to grow in every area of your life. I mean, that's what I've really gravitated from this whole experience with you is like, Damn, I feel like I'm doing, I ain't doing enough. Yo. <laughs> Gotta get out here and do more. Oh, I definitely felt that after you took <laughs> right? that card out. Yo. Like, Shit. Yo. That card is a different, that Damn. just, like, I gotta, I gotta, my scalp. I gotta open up Damn, on this, man. like, I was excited because you was coming, you know, NFL player the whole nine, you know, obviously we in New York, you a mm-hmm. Jets man, like, you just got to check all the good things. Yeah. You Troy's man, yeah. so of course we always gonna have love regardless. Yeah. But then hearing you speak, man, and hearing you talk that talk, I think a lot of times, as young black men, we get our role models wrong, mm-hmm. right? So we talk about, we always look to like certain people and certain types of figures and not to knock who everyone's dream is. But like, for me, like the way you're talking and what you're doing and taking the opportunities and taking the things that you have and making more out of them and yeah. planning for yourself past football, like you are like our ancestors dream. Like you yes. are where we should yes. be. Yeah. And I think more brothers like you need to be seen by our young men and our young women so that they can know 
you don't have to be not you don't have to be Diddy. Yeah. You don't have to be like Jay Z. Like yeah. you can be just a strong person doing the right things, yeah. learning, yeah. nervous that you're going back to school, but mm-hmm. knowing you should. Yeah. Mad people would have been like, "Yo, I made it. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. My card clinks yeah. when I drop it on the table." <laughs> you know, and the fact that you're like, "Yeah, you're, you're doing something that makes you uncomfortable, that makes you nervous, but you know it's for you." Mm-hmm. That's a blessing. That's yeah. a beautiful thing, man. Appreciate and that's it. thank you. Yeah. Real talk. Appreciate it. Thank you. <clears throat> Hugh, you a solid brother all the way through, man. I know it's literally just something that we was talking about from the door all the way over here. But um, I, I feel like there's so many different gems that we want to go. I want to go back through and try to highlight some of them. Make sure you celebrate a small victory every day. That's where you started us yeah. off with. Yeah. No doubt, no doubt. Yeah. Keep ways. learning all throughout is another sentiment. Um, do you have anything else that you would want to leave our listeners with that they can do off the strength? to help themselves get into a better position and be able to thrive outside of their current context. I think that small wins one was a big one for me. Yeah. I think because a lot of people kind of get stuck, right? Like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I don't know where I'm supposed to go. Uh, and I think, uh, you know, the biggest thing is putting a, putting in a plan, right? Like, putting in a plan to what you're supposed to do. Even if you don't know where, if you don't know what the end goal is, if you write it down and you figure out some steps, you know, and you accomplish those steps, then you can figure out what the next one is, you know. But if you don't have a plan, if you haven't written it down, and you, then you don't know how to get to that 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 end goal, right? And if you don't know how to get to that end goal, and you haven't done anything to even achieve something, then there's no way for you to ever get there. Yeah. So yeah, coach, your plan is motion, man. Execution, mm-hmm. yeah. I love it. I love it. Plan I mean, to speak to that small victory, I remember uh, second time I tore my ACL, hmm. they put me on the bike, you know, like the little stationary yeah. bike. And I literally was not able to spin all the way around for a full revolution, right? Yeah. So it was just like, that was a small victory. I remember the first day I was able to fully go around without pain. And I was just like, I'm never going to take this for granted, for granted. again, yeah. like, ever, ever in life. And that's when I really took it to my studies. Like, all right, why does this happen so much? How can I prevent it? How can mm-hmm. I stop people from tearing the ACL so much? How can I train better to to prevent this kind of thing? And that... That day started for me like all right, I got I gotta get on my shit. Like that was it. Yeah. You know, so that small victory is a real thing. Like you gotta yeah. you gotta pay attention to the small ones. Yeah, yeah. also since I you know, actually since you talked about that, celebrate your setbacks, right? Because uh you know, those those are the situations where you're going to grow the most, right? Because I, I, And the reason why I say that, because I'm glad you said that, that you talked about the ACL, because me, like, and when I first got hurt, it was like, you know, it was probably like my worst situation. But now looking back at it, it's made me grow so much more. Like, I grew so much in the two years since I've been injured than I probably would have if I didn't get injured. Like, I wouldn't be the same person if I wasn't injured. So definitely, you know, even though in the moment it's hard to really look at it like you know you got to realize like right there like this is going to be a life-changing moment for you yo um yeah. i'm gonna follow this brother around all day and i'm gonna print out a gang of shirts by the yo. end of the day you know i'm gonna I, come to the I, table with yo, my hands full i'm not even but they're gonna be a stuff that you said i'm just letting you know right now i just, I just got some t-shirts i actually that's got, exactly got, what i'm saying no 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 no. i got his t-shirts i'm right. supposed to wear it here in surprise no no you good bro t-shirt but some of the things he just said have to I gotta put that on a t shirt, right? Put them on a shirt. Yeah, I know. The gems that are being dropped right now in this room are mind blowing. Like, I have, yeah. you know, I try to learn something every day, and I think I just learned like two things that are gonna help me be a better human being. I'm ahead two weeks right now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm up. 
feeling strong. Appreciate y'all. Q, can you let the good people know where they could find you, how they could participate in everything that you're doing? Yes, Anything sir. you got to plug, please drop us for uh, drop it for us. Yeah, so all my social media is uh, Quincy Anunua, so Q-U-I-N-C-Y-E-N-U-N-W-A. That's uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all of that. Uh, and then I also have my website, uh, officialized.com slash at Quincy Anunua, Q-U-I-N-C-Y-E-N-U-N-W-A. That's what's up. Make sure you get yeah. that merch. Go, and I want to see them new shirts. Sons, yeah, hoodie, yeah. They coming out. I got to tell them. Hoodie. We got we to start printing shirts out yeah. with that. Hell yeah. We get we the transcript. Don't worry about it. We're going to get this whole thing ready. <laughs> Yo, go grab the hoodie, though. The hoodie on the, on the platform is fire. <laughs> Let's the make it work. Crazy. Appreciate you, bro. Yeah. Let's make it work. Make sure you're repping this, man. Guys, you got anything else you want to put on that? No, we all no, solid. No. We all yeah. just in, in legitimately. I'm two weeks ahead, <laughs> like you said, bro. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, I'm trying to figure out what's happening next week. I'm about to listen to this episode again, real quick. Hell yeah, man. Yo, Quincy, thanks again. Everybody, this has been another episode of Off the Strength. I'm a trainer called Tony. You're a trainer, Corey. KR Jones underscore. Troy Brooks. Peace and much love. Until next time, everyone. See you soon. Peace. Peace.